Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Hoagie Hangover Podcast. My name is Andrew Alex, and I didn't, I didn't necessarily expect to uh, be recording a podcast today, but times call for it. I am joined by Ricky LaBlue. Ricky, speak to the people. Well, I hope everyone's doing well. Uh, it's a shame that Mike's not here to uh, to be a part of this. Um, we had we had planned on recording, I think, earlier this week, right? And then Mike had some stuff come up, so we were just going to push it until next week. Um, but then yesterday, my Twitter account became like a nuclear wasteland. Um, for those who may or may not have may not have understand there or, or you know understood what the situation is. Virginia Tech got a commitment yesterday, right? Davi Belfort, a three or four star, depending on where you look, quarterback prospect from Miami, um, son of Vitor Belfort, which is kind of a cool nugget. Um, he committed to the Hokies yesterday. Tech beat out some some decent programs for him. Um, Texas A&M, Michigan State, where I think a couple of that were mentioned um, primarily. So decent win, right? Um, as I've said on the podcast before, I generally don't talk about recruiting much anymore because none of it matters until they sign, right? I've, I've said that on the podcast several times. So I hadn't planned on tweeting anything about it. I'll, I figured I would talk about it, you know, come December when, when Davi hopefully signs. But then Michael McDaniel decided to tweet at me. And uh, here, let me let me pull up the actual tweet here so we can make sure we quote Michael specifically. So Mike, Mike says, uh, Belfort's primary recruiter was offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach Tyler Tyler Bowen. So the next time Ricky the Blue asked me on Hokie Hangover what top QBs would want to come play for a coach was no QB coach experience, I'll respond with Under Armour All-American Davi Belfort. So, Side laughing face. Yeah, yeah. So Mike trying to dunk on me on Twitter. I didn't well, really well, well, before, I will say, in the defense of Mike, I do have a written statement yes. that he has sent me <laughs> uh, in his uh, absence. So I will read it aloud. Go ahead. From the desk of Mike McDaniel. <laughs> I am I am not on today's podcast because I'm boycotting Ricky LeBlue and his mid-takes on Tyler Bowen. Just kidding. It's because I'm in work meetings and because it's 5 p.m. on a Thursday. Fair enough. I stand behind my statement on Twitter that I think Davi Belfort is a big-time pickup for the OC QB's coach, Tyler Bowen. The intent of my tweet last night was not to dunk on Ricky, but just to point out that Bowen being a QB coach with no prior experience is not as big of a deal on the recruiting trail as Ricky was making it out to be on the previous podcast. With that being said, I don't think Ricky deserved the best backlash that he is and was getting on social media for having a wait and see approach on a five foot, 10 inch QB. I think like any recruit, we have to wait and see, especially since we don't know if he'll ever sign at VT given how far away we are from national signing day. The fan base as a whole could benefit from a more of a wait-and-see approach across the board. Fans tend to be a bit reactionary more often than not, and that could lead to some disastrous takes on the timeline. That's what makes this fan base great, though. They care, and they deserve a really good product, given how 
good the fan support is. Anyway, can't wait to hear the pod and Ricky's rebuttal to several wild tweets he's received over the previous 24 hours. Godspeed, Mike. Did he actually write all of that, or did you add anything to that? No, everything, that that was verbatim. Well done. Um, maybe Mike needs to get into PR. So, yeah, so I, I again, I, I didn't really, I didn't, wasn't really happy with the tweet last night as we talked about in the group chat, but Mike didn't mean it that way, so we're all good. Regardless, though, like, I literally wasn't going to tweet about this. Like, I, I don't, like, Davi Belfort's not a five-star quarterback. He's not someone who's from the state of Virginia. He's not, like, a can't-miss guy. Like, this isn't a landmark part for the program, at least not in my opinion. So I was going to ignore it. Like, I ignored every other signing from the 23 class. Um, I just wasn't going to care. But because Mike put that up, I had to uh, I had to respond, and if you give me just a moment, I will pull up my full. I should have had this prepared already. Um, I'll have my full response. Do you have it available there, Andrew? Uh, which full response? You've responded to a lot of people. <laughs> well, the one to Mike, because that's really the only one I'm gonna put up. Here we go. All right, I got it. So. I said, let, let's unpack this a bit, right? Because Mike kind of, in my opinion, Mike's reaching here big time. Um, and I said, Davi is certainly an intriguing recruit, which nobody on my TL read that line at all, apparently. But let's not act like he's a high, he's uh, regarded that highly by everyone. 247 Sports barely ranks him in the top 50, meaning he's barely, he's 48th in 247's rankings among quarterbacks. And then I said, Bowen got a decent recruit, but he didn't get an elite prospect. So the overall point here, right, is that just because Tyler Bowen got Davi Belfort to commit, I don't think that that puts to bed the argument that Bowen's lack of experience as a quarterback's coach is not going to be a problem down the road, especially on the recruiting trail. I think that that argument is, you know, kind of undecided and it's DBD. Um, and we we flushed that out on the podcast before. So I was I didn't think that that was going to elicit all the responses that it did. But essentially, I spent the entire evening getting roasted on Twitter. And um, I guess my overall point on all this is like I I don't know what other fan bases like for other schools if they have this similar issue i'm sure some of them do but there is a large section of our fan base some of whom have podcasts and write uh for like fan sites or for their own independent outlets some of these people are just incapable of of analyzing anything like i had multiple people yesterday Say that they didn't even want to hear a nuanced take on it. Like they didn't even want to. They didn't even want to entertain the idea. They just wanted me to shut up and be happy. Like be happy for what? Like we haven't signed him yet. Like yeah, it's a good thing that he's in the he's in the class for now. But last time I checked my watch, it was March. So, like, let's wait and see on this thing. And you know, hopefully he signs. That would be good. 
Um, but like, I'm not going to sit here and be super pumped about it. Like we've been through this dog and pony show before and the way that college recruiting works now, and at least anyone that's paying attention, they should know that this thing fluctuates, especially as we get closer and closer to signing day on like a day by day, week by week basis. Like there's no stability in college recruiting whatsoever. Um, like I, I wasn't going to, I'm not going to, you know, take a victory lap in the second quarter of the recruiting cycle when we have no idea how this is going to turn out and trying to have a, a nuanced take or a take that, you know, I don't even think it was a hot take. Like, I don't, I don't understand why some people, you know, were sitting here telling me that this was like a, you know, some random off the wall take. It's not, it's just, let's wait and see. And let's not act like Davi Belfort is the second coming of Michael Vick. Like there's, there's no evidence to suggest that that's the case. None at all. So let's wait and see everyone calm down. Like, yes, you can be a little happy that we've got someone committed that, you know, people are excited about. That's fine. But let's just pump the brakes here and all, and, and not all of a sudden think that this solves all the problems. Yeah, Ricky, and I think you make uh, you know solid points. First of all, you know people the, the vitriol, the vitriol, and I, and I think the world is better. This podcast is better with you as the Twitter villain. You probably don't agree with that, but I, I I'm so I'm I'm sick of it, man. Like, I mean, I I was talking to some people last night about it. I've been taking arrows since 2018, dog. Like ever since the 2018 season when I when I ripped the program for how embarrassing they looked on the field and how bad the recruiting was getting and the player development wasn't there. I've been getting just roasted on Twitter basically every year since then. And I don't, I don't get why, like I'm not, I don't get everything right. That's for damn sure. I make, I make a lot of errors. Um, a lot as of, does, I, as does anyone. Prognosticating yeah, yeah. Like I'm not going to, I mean, I, I don't think that anything I've said is like unreasonable. Like I, I've never, and Andrew, you can tell me if I'm wrong. I don't think I've ever come on this podcast and said something that was just so wildly out of left field that it made no damn sense whatsoever. And I didn't come to you with some sort of, of logical support or evidentiary support. Have I? Uh, I mean, like, obviously we've done like a couple hundred of these. So it's like, uh, maybe you have, but I mean, for the most part, I mean, if there's been a general theme of negativity coming from you in your defense, if we look back since 2018, there has been a general theme of negative results. So, and and I, people it's not like you're, you know, people conveniently forget that I picked Virginia Tech to go nine and three last year. You did. Like, was, like, that, a maybe that, that, was, maybe that was your out of left field take. <laughs> yeah, like, a I was wildly wrong on that one, right? But it, I, hey, I was Mister Positive, right? Which is what everyone wants on Twitter. So, yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know what's caused it, but there is a pretty, a pretty significant size of our fan base that is just completely broken on Twitter. It's, it, it's, it's incredible. I. I don't know. I don't know what's causing it, but like I've been dealing with this stuff for five years now, so a lot of it doesn't bother me anymore. But there were some folks that that were met that were tweeting at me yesterday that I thought I kind of respected a little bit, and I respected what they do. But 
not so much anymore. So if you were in my mentions yesterday and 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 you said some wild off the wall stuff, then just remember that I keep receipts. And also too, like if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna say I'm crazy or like I'm a loon or whatever, like at me. Don't don't just say my name, like at at me so I can see it. And there's a specific person who, if he listens to the pod, he'll he'll know exactly I'm I'm referring to him. Like I've known him back since I was a Virginia Tech student. Like I've known him for a very long time. Um and he wanted to, you know, say some stuff about me without uh without adding me on Twitter. Just at me, bro. Like you know how to get in touch with me if you really want to. Fair enough. Fair if enough. You're gonna, if you're gonna if you're gonna stand up and, and say some crazy shit, like own it. Stand by it. I mean look, I think that uh in moderation comes the truth, especially when we're looking at a situation that's ridiculous. And to be fair, I think people are probably misinterpreting you. And you kind of had to like that, that's the thing. I like I said when I read my original tweet, they completely ignored the second sent the, the second sentence, right? D- Davi is certainly an intriguing recruit. No one looked at that. Nobody. Like not a soul read that part of the tweet. Like I didn't I didn't say the guy was a trash can cuz I don't think he's a trash can. Like I don't think this guy belongs in the FCS. Like did did anyone miss like did I don't know it people I mean, all right. people read but, what they want to read and they hear what they want to hear uh, on the devil's advocate side of things right first of all it is early maybe he's better than his than his current two four seven ranking reflects he has a very nice offer list he's a very nice offer list a lot of people to the to whatever extent the offer list is true uh, you know a lot of big time programs wanted this kid and Tyler Bowen got him. You did pose the question on the podcast of which I mean, I thought was a legitimate question to be posed. And I think it still is of whether a quarterback's coach with no experience is going to be able to reel in a quarterback, you know, of worth. And this guy seems like he's all right. It happened very shortly after the hire was made official. So, I mean, I think that insofar as Mike wasn't trying to dunk on you, but just like stir up a conversation for the next podcast, that's a solid point. We argue on this podcast all the time. Now, on the other end of things, I think you're also right, right? Because if the, I mean, Mike makes his point, you respond, which is to say, nice win, but to think that this is the definitive answer to all the questions going forward is just, I mean, it's a ridiculous stretch. And yeah. it's what it seems like a lot of people are doing. Uh, and at that point, people come in and make the assumption that you're like trashing the kid, which I, I don't think you're trashing the kid. I mean, second sentence, call him an intriguing recruit. It's not Bryce Young. Also, do you <laughs> think I'm, do you think I'm stupid enough to, to trap? First of all, it's just wrong to trash a high school kid anyway. <clears throat> second of all, would I want to trash the kid of an MMA legend? Like Vitor Belfort would kill me in five seconds. Like, I don't know. I, I just, it, I, it was, 
There was one in here too that I thought was um, indicative of the whole of the whole dust up. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Oh yeah, so someone tweeted, "quote Just be effing or just effing be happy for once." So like, so we're just supposed to ignore reality, ignore nuance, ignore logic and reason, and just be happy. Like. If we're gonna if we're gonna like demand happiness over getting the commitment, not a sign, a commitment of a good but not great quarterback prospect, like we are down bad as a fan base. Like we are down bad. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and one more thing I haven't I haven't touched on yet. People do not understand the concept of committable offers on Twitter. Like Guys could have 50 of five offers on their 247 list, and a third of them could be uncommittable offers. Like, just because you offer a guy when he's a freshman or a sophomore does not mean you're going to take his commitment when he's starting his senior year of football. This happens hundreds of times per school every single year. And anyone who's been following recruiting on any close of a basis knows this. I mean, that is true. That is true. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. It's just a situation where uh, things got out of hand. Again, it's a good thing they got the kid. It's a very good thing they got the kid. He could end up being very good. Could end up being very, very good. And if you, but if you like, if you disagree with me, that's fine. Like, I don't expect, I don't expect Twitter, right, of all places to, to like always agree with me, of course. But if you're going to disagree, like make an argument, like just telling me that I'm negative or to just be happy or that you don't want to listen to a nuanced take. That just shows me that you're closed minded and you're not you're not a serious person to, to listen to. So it is what it is. I'm I ain't going nowhere. I've been like I said, I've been dealing this for a long time and. It it wasn't much better when I was actually a beat writer covering the team. Like I've 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 experienced all of this before. So, what were people attacking you for in 2017? Um, I can't remember anything specific. I know a lot of people came at me in 16 when I talked about the uh, battle at Bristol loss and how bad that was and how that would have an impact on Virginia Tech's image nationally as Virginia Tech tried to push their their recruiting boundaries. Um, that was probably the, the one that I can remember the most. Like, I had some people, like, cursing at me in my mentions and stuff. It was, it was pretty wild. Um, not sure there was anything quite in 17. I know the, the, the off-season of 17 going into 18 when um, I think there were some coaching changes that I was, that I was referring to, but yeah, there's just, there have been people saying crazy stuff to me on Twitter and on the message boards for a long time. So at this point, I've kind of learned how to deal with it. Some of them you can just troll back because there's some good opportunities there. And other ones you just ignore. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, I mean, I, 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 Kind of stand in the middle on this one. I mean, I kind of, I basically agree with both you and Mike, and I think it's possible to agree with both. Uh, it's just like, okay, I'm like, 
That was quick. He got a quarterback. Nationally ranked to some degree. Again, to your point, it's well, not see, this pricey. is part of the issue when you look at when you look at recruits. It all depends on who you're looking at. So, like Under Armour has this guy as an All American. Okay, well, the issue with that is, is there's like three different All American lists, so you're never quite sure which one to trust. Um, and then like you've got all the recruiting services that have all their different rankings. So two four seven by themselves does not see this guy nearly as highly as the other recruiting services do. So if you look at his 247 composite, which folks have been claiming is the industry standard for for rating a recruit, um, his composite is much higher than his 247 ranking. And that's because he's rated highly elsewhere. <laughs> Excuse me. So it, a lot, it's all conjecture and, and, and subjectivity at this point. Like he's not a consensus four-star recruit. He's not. He's not a consensus five-star recruit. He's one of those guys that's on the border, the four and three stars, which, yeah, those are usually good players to get in your program because they've you generally have a, a better chance of, of developing into being a starter than someone who's like a low three-star or mid-three-star. But it's not like it's not like the silver bullet. Like th- there's no there's I mean we thought Quincy Patterson was that guy. And look how that turned out. Yeah. I mean, again, there's there's very few things that are even close to a uh, sure thing. I just think of the, the funny part is, right, and I, I think we talked about this in the last pod, is that the argument will almost, like, never truly be settled. I mean, either, like, Tyler Bowen's got to do something. Got to make serious progress. This yeah. year, yeah, he does. Robbie Belfort will still be in high school, and otherwise, probably not working at Virginia Tech anymore. That's just the reality of the situation. If things don't markedly improve, if things do markedly improve, it'll mean there was improved quarterback play, which either means he got Wells a lot better, or uh, Drones comes in and plays very, very well. Either of those two situations is a you know point in the resume of Okay, this guy's actually a capable quarterback coach. If he's not, those things don't happen. It's probably gone. So, yeah, I mean, if, if he doesn't, he'll, he'll either have a resume or be gone by the time that Davy Belfort even steps on Virginia Tech campus, assuming that he does. Yeah, I could not agree more. I it, Tyler Bowen's future in in Blacksburg is probably going to be decided this year. So, this is his show now. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Ricky. Well, this wasn't meant to be a very long podcast for you to respond, but uh, thoughts on women's basketball? Awesome, man. It's 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 really cool to to see, especially the program that I kind of got my start at as a student covering a program for the first time as a beat writer. It's pretty cool to see them doing what they're doing. Um, and you know, it's crazy to think like if, if we had talked about this five years ago as to what what program would probably give us the best chance of winning a team national championship as a, as a school. I would not have told you women's basketball, um, but here we are They're They've got as good a shot as anybody not named South Carolina. Um, and even if they get to the title game and they do face South Carolina, they've still got a shot to win. So 
this is this is definitely going to go down as the best team in school history, I think. And um, just uh, trying to enjoy it, no matter how it ends. Absolutely, absolutely. Kenny Brooks well, definitely deserves serious consideration for Coach of the Year. I'm, I'm glad he's a finalist for it. Should be his award to take home. All right, Ricky. Well, you're sick. You're going on vacation. Where are, you, where are you headed out of town? So I'm going to a wedding this weekend. As long as I wake up tomorrow feeling okay. Thankfully, it's not COVID, but um, just trying to just be on the mend a little bit, trying to get some some vitamin C. Nice. I'm also going to a wedding this weekend. I'm going to be up in uh, Charlottesville. Uh, so congratulations in advance. I'm to going to your your old stomping grounds in Jersey. Ah, uh, where whereabouts? I have no idea. <laughs> my girlfriend's driving so it's what it is fair enough fair enough yeah shout out to the future mr and mrs terry buyer it's going to be a uh, acc crossover wedding virginia tech and clemson uh you love to see it you love to see it uh you know while the conference is still intact <laughs> either way shout out to jeremy counts main street pharmacy downtown blacksburg uh be a neighbor not a number folks otherwise Ricky, you had your your chance. Any final words for the people? Um, I don't know. I mean, keep following if you want. <laughs> like at this point, it doesn't bother me if you unfollow. So, shout out to Mike McDaniel for ruining my Wednesday night. Um, make sure you follow all of us on Twitter, and yeah, we'll. We'll definitely be back with something. My guess would be after the weekend, depending on how, um, depending on how things go for the women's team, right? Like at some point, we'll need to do kind of a post mortem on the basketball team. Uh, I know they just had a transfer, uh, so we can address that in the future. And then obviously, spring game is right around the corner. So, yeah, folks. And if you do hate Ricky LeBlue and his takes, well, guess what? He's on this podcast. And he has takes. We don't always agree. And we hash out the takes with arguments rather than personal shots and broad statements to stop thinking the way that you do. So if you want to hear debate, like pardon the interruption, the great ESPN program, uh, tune in here. Subscribe. My favorite thing was someone DM'd me this morning and said, you are a very negative person. Whatever, man. I'm I'm glad that he had time out of that he took time out of his morning. Started off the day, right? Morning coffee, maybe some cereal for breakfast. Let me DM this guy real quick. Yeah. All right. Well, everyone play nice. We'll be back. As always, go hookies. Mm-hmm.